Greetings and welcome to Old School Company. I'm Dr. Clark along with the Cowboys always, and we call it Thinking Out Loud. Uh, welcome you. I hope that you're having a great, great 24-hour day. Yeah, a 24-hour day. All right. Want to look at some categories of needs on today, just doing some Thinking Out Loud. And I, I was thinking back to some of my classes in psychology and all, and I thought about one guy, uh, it's Rotter, it's R-O-T-T-E-R. -T -T -E and, and Rotter mentions that there are six categories of needs. And one is recognition, status needs, and that's the need to be considered competent in a professional, social, occupational, or recreational activity. The need to gain social or vocational position to be seen as more skilled or better than other people. And nothing wrong with any of the needs that I'm going to talk about, but I just want to give you something to reflect on, look at the different types of needs and categories of needs based on RADA. And just doing some thinking out loud about that. And I remember being uh, in the classes and talking about it, looking at the different theories and the different theories and all those things going back and forth. And you borrow a little bit from each one as you continue to learn. And that's what, that's what learning is. It's always an advancement. It's always uh, seeking to grow, all right? And being flexible enough to know that you need to be flexible. But uh, he talks about the recognition status needs, all right? And we can see the need to gain social or vocational position. We see the need where you can to be seen are more skilled or better than other people in a particular area, all right? That's just, that's just one, of those, one of those needs, recognition, status needs, and it may not be a need for you, all right? But just want to point those things out, a little something to reflect on so we can become better reflective decision makers and it'll just help us in our daily living. And then there is the need, protection dependency needs protection dependency needs, the need to have another person or group act on our behalf to prevent frustration or punishment or to provide for the satisfaction of our other needs. And again, if we can, if we can just be real about it and just thinking out loud, reflecting on it, protection dependency needs, the need to have another person or group act on our behalf to prevent frustration or punishment or to provide for the satisfaction of our needs. And Rod is real big on frustration, preventing it, big on preventing punishment, and big on providing satisfaction as he explores the needs and as he looks at the human condition and how we operate and the things that we are willing to do to avoid punishment, to avoid pain, to avoid uh, frustration, all right? And then how we can obtain this satisfaction and whatever that looks like for you in your life, satisfaction. Then there's the dominance need, the dominance, the need to direct and control the actions of other people, including family members and friends the need to have any action taken by others to be the one that we suggest. And that's that dominance needs. And somebody's probably saying, okay, okay, I, I know somebody 
who's doing that to me. Ah, they realize, uh-uh, that is, that's me. That's, that's really how I operate. But anyway, just get you to do some reflecting. No, not a self-diagnosis, anything like that. We're just reflecting, thinking out loud. Uh, I was just thinking about some, some research from Rana and, and, and some past psychological courses and all those good things in life and that got on my mind today. And I told Cowboys I'm going to talk about the needs, the different needs, according to Rana, those categories of needs. So you have the dominance need. And then the independence need, the need to make our own decision and to rely on ourselves, the need to develop skills for obtaining satisfaction directly without, without the mediation of other people. How about that? The need to make our own decisions and to rely on ourselves, the need to develop skills for obtaining satisfaction directly without the mediation of other people. And then we have love and affection needs. And I knew you were thinking it had to be in there. It had to be coming up. Absolutely. And that's a whole nother, uh, whole nother venue. We'll have to explore on love and affection. But according to Rada, love and affection needs a need for acceptance and liking by others. Just a real, real simple, straight uh, definition or observation on this concept, love and affection, the need for acceptance and liking by others. And then the physical comfort needs, the need for physical satisfaction that becomes associated with achieving security. Physical comfort needs, the need for physical satisfaction that becomes associated with achieving security. So let's recap. You got recognition status needs, protection, dependency needs, dominance needs, independence needs, love and affection needs, physical comfort needs. As we look at our human condition, doing a little reflecting on this day on Old School Company. We always appreciate Mr. Paul Reeves being our sponsor. And you can reach him at weprogresstogether.com. Just simply type in your Google or being in the search engine, weprogresstogether.com. And go to the web page, you'll see Mr. Paul Reeves, and also you'll see two books there, Credit Repair, and also Insurance Secrets Revealed. Uh, be sure you email him, he'll contact you. You can also go on Amazon and order those two books anytime you get ready. They're right there and available for you. But we appreciate him always uh, standing with us and standing for us. And as we look at the, this concept of needs, then we see that the concept of need is not based on physiological or psychological conditions of deprivation or arousal, the way in which other theories have defined needs. And he puts a little bit of a different twist on it. Okay, I'll put it like that. He puts a little bit of a different twist on it. He, he refers to the direction of the behavior. That's what, that's what he's looking at. He's looking at the direction of the behavior, and then uh, he talks about, I'm gonna just get this in since we're only thinking out loud, and uh, he talks about the locus of control, and locus of control is our belief about the source of control of the reinforcement, all right? Our belief about the source of control of reinforcement, and he goes deeper into internal locus of control, in the case of belief, 
that reinforcement is brought about by our own behavior. Somebody said, huh? I'll say it again. Internal locus of control indicates a belief that reinforcement is brought about by our own behavior. And then there's the external locus of control coming from the outside. External locus of control indicates a belief that reinforcement is under the control of other people. Fate or luck. Say that again. External locus of control in the case of belief that reinforcement is under the control of other people, fate, our luck. And I just wanted to say a little bit about that today as we continue to look at the human condition and we, we see as we look at the areas of life, uh, having free will, as we go back and forth about how much is actually determined for us, as we look at the nature-nurture controversy, how much does the environment affect you versus your heredity, as we look at our past and our present, how much influence those two have on us. And then we even look deep into ourselves and say, okay, how unique am I? Uh, am I pretty much universal? Those things go on all the time in us. Then we're looking for that balance in life, but yet at the same time, we want to grow. And then you have to look at yourself and say, what is my perspective? Am I optimistic? Am I pessimistic? So just a little something today, thinking out loud on old school company. This, I'm Dr. Clark along with the Cowboy. It's another beautiful day. And as always, life is good. You just have to have something to compare it to. Take care.